Are you ready to connect with loved ones passed over? Welcome to the Dead People's Society podcast with your host, the internationally acclaimed medium, Suzanne Northrup, who has been chatting with dead people for over 30 years, written four best-selling books, and helped thousands of people worldwide connect with loved ones on the other side. During these compelling episodes, Suzanne will answer questions directly from her Ask Suzanne column, host special guests, including some dead people, and most of all, bring you closer into the world of spirit. It's like having a direct line to the other side. What will spirit tell us today? Let's find out. Hey guys, um, I just want to say like happy almost, well, Easter uh, is going to be in April and a lot of other holidays are going to be Easter and Passover and a whole lot of other ones. And I think everybody's already over the, the spring break thing. So I think maybe we're going to move into maybe a little calmer April, but I, I'm, I'm assuming, I'm not going to assume here, but I'm betting everybody's like really on the edge now. Spring is definitely coming up. I'm seeing like birds galore as I bet everybody else is, and and, uh, and clearly the buds are starting to come out on the trees. It's extremely wonderful. I can't believe how much of the trees actually grew from last year to this year. Uh, they just sort of like really, really spiked up. And I don't know if it has to do with because we had a lot of snow sometimes. That, believe it or not, is very, very good for, um, it, it covers and it, and it, and it and, and a lot of the roots and the things, a lot of the roots and the plants underneath it actually really do benefit from it. So uh, for those of you, uh, I'm sure many of you gardener folks out there know that that's true, but snow was actually, because we had so much this winter this year, I think it was really, really good. So uh, anyway, welcome to spring. Um, I'm hoping that you guys get to uh, do some walking and some hiking and some, even if you're in a city, wherever you are, and just get out there. It's, this is the time to get out there and just really, really enjoy it and kind of say, take it in. Um, in general, that would be great. Uh, since a lot of people have been locked up, it's even greater um, that you can actually get out and, and do some, you know, wonderful uh, hikes and walks and stuff. And I'm hoping everybody is sort of safe and, and kind of like working through this the best that they can. I'm, I'm, I'm very touched by so many of you that I've I've talked to over this period of this last year. I can't believe it, and um, and some wonderful things that everybody's sort of like doing here. We certainly need a lot of so much more love and kindness and and, and all of those wonderful simple things that make life so much easier and nicer for for those that that, that kind of really need it for those that have gone through all kinds of losses in their life, whether that is a loved one or, or their job or just had to move and just a lot of moving parts that they would say during this time. So my thoughts really go out to everybody and um, I'm sort of thinking about you. I have um, a few really nice, really, really nice webinars coming up. Um, I have, speaking of COVID, I actually have my, in April this month, I have my uh, after a year of COVID um, sort of webinar and we can like touch base and talk about it and share a lot of the feelings and, and a lot of things that, you know, emotional things and thoughts and, and where everybody feels that they are kind of at this time. And, and not only that, just just that you have somebody to, to share it with. I know a lot of folks out there that, that are by themselves, 
for whatever reason, you know, they've lost partners or, or they're just, they, they're just by themselves. So it's, I think it's been hard on, on a lot of people. I think it's been very hard for those that are by themselves that are isolated and, or even isolated in home or can't even be around sort of other family members. So uh, my thoughts really go out for a lot of you. And I've, I've spoken to a few of you um, that, uh, through that time where, where they actually were able to go spend the family for like a week after they got vaccinated and stuff to that, to that effect. So all kind of really, really good stuff. So we are in the Ask Suzanne question, and this comes uh, from Susan, and, and she's asking the questions. She's had a lot of contact with those um, that have come to her, uh, uh, family members and things. So I believe that there's somebody who has um, taken, has passed over, crossed over, I would say, from uh, what they say, the, the life of suicide. And, um, and I believe that she's been very frustrated or upset that she hasn't heard that contact. So let me just sort of say this to you. Um, first of all, you know, grief is, I always use the analogy, grief is sometimes the size of, you know, California or New York City or um, any large place because uh, it's, 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 it can be very, very overwhelming. And when we're in that state of grief, it's often extremely, extremely, extremely hard to just sort of like take in, breathe, um, and, and really feel somebody's presence around her. Very often with these times of perhaps types of passings, uh, we feel even more overwhelmed, like, you know, the would have, could have, should have, all of those questions that were sort of like left within the situation. So what I want to say is, please don't be hard on yourself. Um, grief, like I said, takes many, many, many different forms. And this person could have walked honestly right by you and you might not have sensed it because you were in that grief. So I think you just need to be a little more gentler with yourself and kind with yourself and, and, and just sort of trust this process because it is a process. This is not, you know, one of those things that, that uh, comes with the manual and comes with just, a, you know, it's going to go away right away. It will not, but you will somehow work to balance it out somehow in your being, in, in your life, with your thoughts. And um, try to keep that in mind when you are uh, thinking about this and, and the connection with, with this, this, this loved one. I, I can assure you that that love has continued. I can assure you that they have in their own way made contact with you. And you just have to, like I say, learn how to like listen and just sort of be and, 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 and just really try to take in the connection because these are, these are very hard um, passings for, for, for all of us. And I understand this personally, and I've certainly dealt with this for with so many, many years of, of my work. So just, I think just Susan, just try to, you know, be good to yourself, uh, trust the process, trust that they will connect with you when that needs to be. And, and don't look, I always tell people, don't look for these, you know, look for the simple things, you know, maybe a, a thought that comes into your head or maybe walking down the street and, and, see, and seeing a sign that has that person's name or driving down the street would see their name on the license plate. Any, those are little things that I, I always say are the big things that makes that connection. So try to keep that in your mind when you're making that, you know, uh, that big stretch, because it is a big stretch and it is a big leap. And uh, my heart goes out to you, my dear. And uh, and I and I, I want you to know that this person, I, I have no doubt in my mind, has reached out to you. You just have to like try to be a little 
less hard on yourself. Since you already have had connections with people, I, my, my guessing is that this person will come to you in the same way. Usually once we've started to develop that aspect of ourselves and that form of connection, we'll really know when the other person's coming to it. So I hope this helps a little bit and, um, and welcome to spring for you because it sounds like you, you could use some nice, nice walks through the, uh, through the woods and, and, and the neighborhood and, and wherever you need to take it. This is a question from Susan. Um, my heart goes out to you as well. I know you lost your hubby and uh, I don't know how much you miss him. And I know how really, really, uh, really, really hard um, this is. It's very hard when we lose our partner in life. And um, especially since we, we like this person, it's, it's quite obvious to me that you were very, very connected. And, and, and those, are, those are even harder because when we like somebody and we connect with them and we've had a, a, a wonderful life with the, with the years that we were together and that all, all of a sudden is, is taken away from us, um, it's, it's tough. It's how we get up in the morning or how we have our breakfast and how we get through our day and how we really get through our day. So my, my thoughts really, really go out to you. Um, so... I know you miss him really, really very much, but you also wanted to know the question if you would ever meet somebody else again. I, I believe that that was part of what you, you really wanted to know. And my answer to you is this. Um, your soul knows this. Your heart knows this. What happens is often when we lose somebody, um, it's very hard for us sometimes to feel vulnerable to open up our heart or, or, or actually go out and, and, and try to meet people. Um, and, and it's really important that you work, Susan, with your energy, meaning that you, you don't want to come across that, um, and it's hard not to, about maybe being needy or maybe that you really want to meet somebody, and, but yet you're very reluctant. And I understand it because you're, you know, your heart is open and your heart has been wounded. So sometimes it's really, really hard for that. Um, you didn't mention how long he had passed. Sometimes, you know, there, there is a really in reality a thing with time um, that with, with the passing of time where you can work on healing your heart and opening your heart for that, that um, you can at that point maybe, maybe, you know, cautiously open up your heart or, or try to, you know, socialize a little bit. Or, and I know that that's been so hard through COVID. Um, but as we're coming into spring and as, as things I think are, you know, kind of like opening up, maybe you can get back into doing some of the things that you were doing, you know, maybe even where, when your husband was here or connecting with people or, um, whatever your, whatever kind of your, your interest is. So, um, so anyway, try to be good to yourself. Um, that's always something that I feel is is so important and it's so hard when we go through these deep losses and losing a partner is, 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 is tough. I'm, I'm not going to paint this as, 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 as easy. Um, and it sounds like you really, really dug your hubby. So anyway, um, I can tell you one other thing and I'm very strong about this. Um, he would want you to feel good. And if that means you meeting somebody else and, and you, it's not about replacing it's about finding somebody maybe to share your life for no other reason, just to, you know, go out to dinner or, you know, take walks or even small trips or whatever it might be. Um, you, he knows you're in the harder spot. Trust me on that one. And with that, he also knows that 
Um, he will see you again and you will see him again. But in the meantime, you're still here for some reason, whatever reason that is, that's between you and, and um, your soul and your path. But um, I can most definitely tell you that he would want to make sure that you're feeling the best that you can or doing the best that you can until you, uh, whenever that happens, you sort of see him again. So please take care of yourself. Um, be good to yourself through this process. And, um, and my hope is, is that, you know, further down the road, when you're feeling a little better, ready to open up your heart, um, you do it. And, and, and listen, you can certainly ask him to uh, <laughs> see if he can open up that door for you because you, you, you kind of like you never know. Uh, and I'm sure that, you know, no one can interfere with our path, but they can help us because they love us and sort of keep that in mind. So I hope this helps a little bit, my dear. Please take care. This is a message from Deborah. Um, this is really an, this is actually kind of a really interesting question. I can't say that I get it very often, uh, but it's really actually one, believe it or not, that I've asked myself several times. And the question that you wanted to know is that why are people so afraid of death? Um, oddly enough, if you didn't know this, believe it or not, is still the number one fear. Uh, and I'm always kind of personally <laughs> really amazed by that because I would think that there's sort of other things more than that because I guess maybe because of, you know, my life and how I've lived my life or the work that I've done for, for, for so many years that my, my guessing is that that would, would probably be, be why. Uh, but I am always, in, always interested that that is a number one fear for many people. Now you, Deborah mentioned that, that maybe this had to do with people not feeling that they were finished and, and, um, and they still have things to do. Uh, well, so let me, let me share you what, what I believe in, in relationship to that question. In the first place, your soul, regardless of when and how we pass, knows your, your program. Um, I don't believe in accidents, even when they're accidents. And it's only because it has been shown to me through so much, so many years of my work, that um, that, that I, I believe is, is absolutely true in the situation. So I don't think it's so much about what you have finished. I think it's just so much of the human nature of feeling that, you know, um, that uh, that you know that you know that, that there is this physical death thing. Uh, there was just recently an, an article written by a, um, a a a Taiwanese nun, I believe it was, um, who who, de who dealt with a lot of people that at the, they were at the end of their life in hospice care, uh, care in Los Angeles, and she had this whole conversation with many of them. Interesting enough about, you know, uh, about the end of their life or, you know, what was emotionally, mentally, and spiritually basically going on with them. And it was really quite interesting. A lot of the questions were, in the, and a lot of them were, were really like that, not being able to express yourself or say what you meant in your life and, and being able to have that freedom to do that. That was one of the, one of the uh, questions that came up really quite strongly. And the other one was um, the forgiveness element. Uh, aspect where that if you were to know you were only going to live for a year, you know, who, who would you call? Who would you forgive? Who would you, how would you feel about maybe an unfinished situation? Um, forgiveness brings a tremendous amount of healing to our souls, to our beings. And, um, and that might be one of it. And the other one was basically, you know, waiting to maybe, you know, do something in life that you so much want to do. There was a there was a gentleman who was so sorry he had wanted to travel his whole life and never kind of got beyond the door. 
Um, and so that was really, that was kind of really sorry for him. So if, if you were to think about that aspect of it, where if you only, somebody told you you had a year to live or whatever, I know doctors do that. And I know people live far beyond that time as well. But um, you might want to sort of think about that in relationship to yourself. You know, I don't think we can answer about why other people have fears about that. But maybe yours is basically this element of, of, of not feeling that you had things fish, finished or you needed to have things finished. And so you might want, you might want to think about that, Deborah, because um, I, I would say if there are thoughts that you have, of things that you really feel like you really need to do or really want to do, of course, within the possibility of, of, of your life, um, I, I would say this is certainly a time for you to certainly think about it and, and, and take those, those actions because um, you know, in a moment, life changes. We all know that. Um, most of us, that have, all of us that have lived through this this year, this pandemic, we also know that in a moment, everything changes and the repercussions of, of our lives in relationship to that. So I, I believe that these are, these are what I call opportunities to really do exactly that. If there is wishes that you wish to do or that you want to do that that are still on your head or um, maybe th that you have some of these fears of of passing or, or losing somebody in your life Th those are all real they're they're very much real of, of our of our journey of which you know does not come with a manual uh, life does not come with a manual we have to sort of like do the best we can and make the best we can out of those circumstances but I I, I will tell you that I think got quite quite literally that um if you are having those thoughts and you have thoughts about other people you you might want to share your experience you know one, one of the things that i've always felt is, is really wonderful is that you know that people that are of like mind and have like mind situations they they share um their they share their their journey with other people they share their 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 loves their their fears um all of the other stuff and um and, and maybe share this with other people who might feel the same way as you uh, in, in, in this process. So I, I think that that's um, uh, a, a real interesting question. And I think it's probably a, a lot of que a question that probably a lot of people uh, think about, certainly if they're feeling they're toward the end of their life or they're a certain age. Um, uh, certainly most people in their 20s and 30s don't think about it, but, but uh, people that are, you know, that are older certainly tend to. So I hope this helps a little bit, Deborah. Um, keep keep uh, those thoughts going on. Share them with others. I think it's a it's a wonderful thing to do that. And my last question on my uh, Ask Suzanne little 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 volume here, little 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 column that I I used to actually have in a magazine many many years ago. Um, so I've decided to do it in the podcast because I think that that works. And you can also go into a lot more detail of questions I can anyway, verbally mention them. So this was a question from Kendra. Kendra said um, she's been keeping in touch with me, and a lot has been going on since 2017. A lot of crazy stuff, and and I, I gather that's those some of those crazy things. Kendra are what's called life, and and all the things that are sort of like connected to them. Um, I'm not quite sure what your question is, but let me just sort of say this to you. It, it sounded like even though there's a lot of crazy things that were kind of like going on, it sort of sounded like you were getting through them or going through them. And it sounded like in a lot of ways that you were going through them and actually um, really kind of meeting some things head on. And I think that that's, that's really, really cool. And it's almost kind of a follow-up from what my, what my last question is, is that, you know, in this process of a lot of different things going on, um, there may be some things that you really want to, you know, do or accomplish or, uh, 
you know, people sometimes want to start what we call um, hobbies that they haven't been able to do. You know, during this pandemic, a lot of people that th there were so many things that they had always wanted to do, they didn't have time for, um, they were able to really kind of dive into them. So that might be some of the thoughts that you might want to have in terms of some of the uh, issues or the things that you're going through in terms of your journey about that. I can always say the spring is always a wonderful time. It, it just motivates us naturally to get up and, and do things and start things or, or finish things or do, do th go into things we haven't ever done or wanted to do for a very long time. Spring is a wonderful, wonderful motivator because we, we look out that window and we see all of a sudden, which was all, you know, bare and, and, and uh, colorless as all of a sudden like spark with this magical green coming up through it and buds on the trees and, and all of those things that, you know, that we equate with spring. So maybe that's something that you should be sort of thinking about in your kind of like crazy since 2017 ways. Um, so I hope this helps. And um the best to you. And as I said, everybody, you know, I got a lot of, you know, webinars coming up and I've got my, you know, uh, my yearly COVID deal coming up um, in, in, in April, actually. And uh, I, 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 so I have two small groups coming up in April. My March is sold out. And, um, and you can check those out. They're limited to four people. Everybody, of course, gets a message. And, uh, and, you know, a lot of other things that are going on. So, and, and of course, happy Easter, happy Passover, all of those wonderful holidays in April that gives us uh, sometimes, I'd say it gives us some time off right now. Maybe some people need time off. Maybe some people don't need time off, whatever it is, but utilize it to the best um, to make everything uh, the best that you can during this period of time. As always, I love this column. Keep your questions coming in. Um, you can always answer more than one. Um, I'm happy to do that. Be well and take care.